Hello and welcome to another episode about Film Freaks with a Z. Wait, I started off wrong. Hello and welcome to another episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast all about movies. Each episode is about a single episode. Oh my god. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast about movies. Each episode is about a single movie, and we'll get to this episode's movie in a little bit. But of course, I need to invite you, the listener, to join us in the in the fan vote. If you want to suggest movies for the fan vote, which happens during Tay's episode, so that'll be in about two episodes from now, uh, you can do that now by either sending us an email at ff.filmfreakswithaz at the end at gmail.com, commenting on the latest episode of Film Freaks on YouTube, or talking in the Discord, or if you're on the podcast, like Player 2 was last time, uh, you can also suggest an episode while we're talking to you. Let's go ahead and introduce ourselves before they in- we introduce the movie. I am Titanic History Buff the Ferret, and I'm here with... The Almost Unsinkable Waffles. Titanic. And Kellis, a.k.a. My Blue Will Go On. There. <laughs> yes, how's everyone doing? Good. Fine. Pretty good. Good, good, yeah. good. <laughs> So Tay, we, we missed you last episode, but don't worry. It's par for the course when we have guests on. Yeah, I figured. I figured. Um, uh, do you want to go ahead and uh, wrap up that conversation we had with P2 by giving some thoughts on the good, the bad, the weird? The good? Yeah, I sent you what I, my what I thought, right? Let's see. Yeah, here. but we need to hear it from you. Yeah, mouth. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm just gonna have I don't remember now, so I have to pull up our conversation. Let's see here. <laughs> All right. So overall, I did like the movie. I do remember that. Um, you know, it was a fun movie. I liked that it jumped right into the action. Um, I thought it did a good job showing off the main guys, you know, the good, the bad, the weird. Um, and the acting I thought was great. Cinematography was a little wonky at times. Um, but for the most part, uh, it was fine. And some of the scenes were a bit slower, uh, you know, kind of slowed down. But for the most part, I think that helped punctuate the action scenes and helped build up the characters. Um, so overall, I give it, it was a bit predictable, um, but it was still fun. Good watch. Um, so I gave it a four out of five. And once again, thank you to Player2P2 for joining us on the podcast last episode. Filling in for Tay, who was asleep during the recording because we had the record. A, a bit earlier than we usually do. Time zones and all that sucks. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but now we're all here and we're all ready to go down with the ship because this episode is about Titanic from 1997, directed by James Cameron. Uh, the movie is about 101 year old Rose DeWitt book Bukatar, uh, who tells the story of her life aboard the Titanic 84 years later. A young Rose boards the ship with her mother and fiancé. Meanwhile, Jack Dawson and Fabrizio uh, win third-class tickets aboard the ship. Rose tells the whole story from the Titanic's departure through its death on its first and last voyage on April 15, 1912. <clears throat> and of course, this stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, Billy Zane, Kathy Bates, Francis Fisher, Gloria Stewart, Victor Garber, Bill Paxton, and many, many more. <clears throat> so... I, I kind of mentioned this last time, last episode, and maybe I should have saved it for, for this episode. But when I originally watched this movie when I was a kid, uh, I had it on the two VHS tapes 
because mm-hmm. it's a longer movie. Yeah. Um, and I remember only putting in the second VHS tape anytime I wanted to watch this movie. And for some reason, I watched it a lot. And maybe that's where my innate fear of cruise ships comes from. Or maybe that's where my fascination with the Titanic and other ship sinkings come from. Um, but going back and, and well, you know, the other day watching uh, this movie for the first time as like a full adu- a grown adult, um, you know, I, I definitely looked at it under a different lens than I would have when I was a kid. Obviously, you know, you look at the ship sinking when you're a kid and you go, wow, that's cool. You know, I love the ship sinking and you watch it now. And I feel very much differently about um, the whole movie in general, but specifically the ending, because it's like, yeah, of course, we're going to skip to the ending because of what happens in the Titanic? Who's going to who knew that the ship was going to sink? Right. Um, <laughs> but I, I look at the uh, the sinking much differently now, not only through a historical lens, but also through an adult lens. And it's actually quite gripping and sort of horrific. Uh, a yes. lot of things that happen, uh, especially during the end of the movie with the sinking of the ship. And um, it is one of those things. It's like I talked about this last time, too, which I should have say for today. Uh, so I'll reiterate. Um you know, it's one of those things where it's like there was there was a time when I was watching this movie and all of a sudden it clicked. And I'm like, wow, this is actually super scary and not super cool because of the ship sinking. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that, of course, is is helped by the special effects and the soundtrack working together to really make the sinking of the Titanic just super, super like, uh, you know, just like a very horrific process, you know? <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I was, I was having like so many different thoughts and emotions when watching it. Um, it's so many scenes are just visceral. I'm surprised you didn't say that. <gasps> Definitely a lot of visceral scenes. <laughs> I mean, it is understandable because, like, when I was when I watched it when I was younger, I also thought it was like exciting and thrilling, you know, because obviously watching the sinking ship is a spectacle. It's like the visuals are still hold up this many years later and look great. But yeah, watching it now. <laughs> some of the visuals things, did not hold up, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> some of the people. Uh, when, I, some people I, I think that the visuals but... held up very, very, uh, very well. Honestly, the only uh, parts that uh, didn't parts. is when they ever, when they showed the boats, um, like the main parts. Yeah, they showed the boat like sinking down into the water, like from the the view of the water, and you see all the people swimming. You know, and the boat crashes down on them. Those those few scenes. Um, Are we really going to nitpick a few scenes? Yeah, I am. Those few scenes. No, <laughs> just they like... were talking about, of course we. Are. <laughs> no, just those few. <laughs> and scenes. I thought the uh, looking at the iceberg too was kind of yeah. Iffy. But yeah, I just remember like the, some of those scenes. I was like, God, this. Is... Like I don't remember them being this bad. Like they reminded me of like Ghostbusters like effects. Well, you could definitely tell that a lot of the people were green screened onto the ship at that at that part when the bow of the ship is sinking, uh, you know, vertically into the water, but. Honestly, I, I I mean I don't find any problems with the special effects. I no, mean they no, made they made three like models of the Titanic to break apart and sink, which is pretty pretty wild. And those that those like wide angle shots and where you can see the entire ship um, are excellently done. And I don't think that sure. a few you know green screen people <laughs> is going to ruin your experience. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to say like oh the people sweeting the water when the when the blade, the propeller blades smash down, like, oh, that's yeah. so bad. It ruined the whole experience. No, I wouldn't say that either. I'm just saying, like, and I'm not talking about like the green <clears throat> people being green screen. That was fine. 
Uh, no, I was the specific is when you see the model of the ship kind of like start to sink, and like the water kind of is bubbling around. That looked um, I looked a little cheesy, but for yeah, one, for ninety six, it was fine. I mean, I even didn't even think about that part where the tail ends sticking up like that because I I don't know when that, this fear unlocked or like came to my life, but I uh, lately I just had a terrifying fear of like belly of the ships. And I don't know, like, I just have terrible, like, nightmares of, like, you know, getting sucked into a, to a propeller of a belly of a ship and, like, oh, a, yeah. a ship, like, coming, running me over while I'm swimming or something like that, you know, or getting sucked in like that. So well, that ending scene, it was like, it terrifies me, you know, but. Apologize yeah. for giving you trauma <laughs> with this yeah. one. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't bad. I mean, I was so invested in the movie. It was just like, you know, yeah, like, at the one scene, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that little, you know, gave me a little goosebumps, but. I moved on. Yeah, I mean, you know, you 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 can have, you know like when when I had the VHS tapes, you know, you, there was like a whole special features section at the tail end of the um, the second VHS tape where they showed the models and how they could sink and raise and break and bend, and it's one of those things that like this is a great representation of just how when you do special effects well, they hold up for years to come and even though there's a few things you could point at and be like yeah that doesn't look too great but for the most part like when you're seeing the ship and it's like sailing or when people are walking on the ship a lot of times from those big far out shots and the people walking around are they're cg'd into there and it's 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 not easy to spot sometimes it is but other times it's not and that's what makes this movie also really special is just how much work went into the special effects not only the actual models but also the like CGI and stuff like that. Sure. Every time there was like a human falling down and like hitting something on the way down, I could tell, yeah, that's very much looks like CG. But I mean, for the most part, it looks fine because so many of those scenes were just dark. So you can really tell, tell that well. Yeah. That's a nice thing about the Titanic sinking, you know, at 2 AM or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. they, they don't need the, they don't need to really polish the CG as well as they would if there was, if it was bright out. Yeah. Yeah, when uh, Rose said, uh, you know, that's the last time Titanic saw daylight, James Cameron was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) 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 Um, But that that leads me to my first um, historical kind of inaccuracy about the movie. And as I mentioned in a, in a, in another place, I won't say specifically, um, just because there are some historical inaccuracies doesn't really devalue the movie for me personally, but I will say, you know, that night that the Titanic sank, it was actually pitch black and because it's a movie and they got to show stuff of course they keep things lighted. Um, but actually, uh, there's firsthand accounts of people who didn't even know that the Titanic broke in half. It was so dark out. And when the ship lost power, um, you know, it was just pitch black and people in the lifeboats couldn't really see what was going on. And actually, when the ship broke in half, um, it actually didn't make too much noise. It just it just kind of broke in half, sounded like a ship, you know, creaking. Um, so a lot of, a lot of firsthand accounts don't even don't even know that the ship broke in half. Um, and then also when the, um, you know, when the when the, you know, the back of the ship sinks, it didn't actually sink completely vertically. Um, it was actually more of at a slanted angle and it did not it didn't it actually didn't stand. Uh, on its end for as long as it did in the movie. It just kind of started to sink as soon as um, it detached from the, the the front half of the ship. So, you know, there there are some historical inaccuracies right there in the sinking. But like I said, it is a movie, so I'm not going to like give it a ton of crap because you do need to light and have light on the people's faces and see things happening. So just <laughs> yes. because there were too many lights on the ship or not enough light, 
uh, you know, it, it's it's just like it's fine. I'm gonna let that pass because it is a movie. <laughs> That'd be a, that would be a, uh, quite a thing of James Cameron. Just like the the, the yeah. last half of the movie is just pitch black. Nothing. You just hear sounds. You're just like, yeah. You just oh, hear screaming. Horrible. You just hear yeah, crash. <laughs> yeah, I did like realize like you no know, in the watching that end, it was like, would the ship really sink like vertically down like that? So that you know, you kind of yeah, you maybe scratch my head, but. No, I, mean, I saw throughout the, through the movie, I was also like, how are the ship lights still on? Like, it just seemed weird that ship lights were on for that long. And going back to what you were saying, I'm sure they weren't. And that's, you know, you just have to do it. Like, I mean, you can't just, you know, just not have lights on the movie set. So not a big deal. You know? There are ships that have sunk vertically. There is a, there's a shipwreck that's um, completely vertical in the ground, which is very rare and odd. But wow. um, yeah, the Titanic, it, you know, it, <clears throat> it's very rare for a ship especially uh, the like a ship like you know because it was being dragged under by the remaining shards of steel that were still holding it and on the bend mm-hmm. um so it's not like it's not like it would have stayed afloat for super long and i don't i don't even think that it came crashing back down i don't think that was ever really a thing i think it just when the break happened the the front half of the ship pulled the ship down the, i'm sorry the end of the ship down with it so it really did, it did there was no big crashing down or anything like that it just kind of like it just kind of sank and you know that's that's how it goes <laughs> I also feel like, you know, they he did it to, like, add, you no know, like, intensity to the end of the movie because that really did happen at the end. You know, you wouldn't be getting up from the water from that because that sink or that ship would have sunk you right in. Like, it yeah. it would have pulled you in. <laughs> and I don't I know wonder, if you would get off of, out of it. I'm wondering if that's just, like, how they thought the Titanic went down back in 97. And then, like, after doing further research, they found out, oh, no, that's not actually how it happened. Yeah, but I guess they were yeah. first-hand accounts. <clears throat> As you say, so like I said, yeah, there, that wasn't it. The first hand accounts um, kind of tell the more of the story where it's like, OK, so, yeah, he did kind of like exaggerate, I would say, some of the things that happened on the Titanic. And of course, I mean, we'll the, never really truly know because we weren't yeah, there. But, yeah. right. you know, we can only go <laughs> off of what other people other people say. Tay was there. He sold enough. Yeah, <laughs> oh. you're right. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> you know. Uh, no, it's crazy, you know, is like, I think there, I feel like there's still people who think like, oh yeah, Titanic was the biggest ship. We don't make them that big anymore. It's like, no, we make it's them bigger now. It's big. Yeah. 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 So Modern day cruise ships are floating cities at this point. Yeah. Pretty much. And that's why I stay away from them. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's circle around um, since we started Talk at about the, the actual story. Yeah. Because, yeah, um, you know. I know Greedy loves to complain about the length of movies that I recommend sometimes. And this one, I will tell you, like, even though I was, you know, I recommended it myself. So I, I guess I have a little bit of bias. I, I didn't really feel the runtime at all. I felt no, like I the either. scenes were really speedy. They kind of kept the pace going. And and uh, a lot of it was really interesting, too. You know, like uh, it, it helped progress the story instead of just being filler talk or whatever, you know. And I think that really helped because by the time that the ship sinks, I mean, you're you're what, two hours in already. Yeah. And I like it got to that point And I was like, wow, I have I, I mean, I haven't even like, you know, I haven't even noticed how fast this movie has been going by. No, do, for me. Ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, for me, I do remember. Um, so like the ship started sinking. It was probably about 20, 30 minutes into the sinking. And I paused like pause the movie for a second and looked at like, how is there still 15 minutes left? <laughs> <laughs> it's sinking uh, already. Aren't, aren't they done? 
but yeah, I mean, I do complain about it, but it, it, I really didn't feel it. And they did a great job with, you know, adapting, you know, the love story in here. And the love story wasn't over empowering, you know, everything. And it wasn't, it was all, you know, I don't want to like drama fill, but it was like a fun kind of drama fill. You know, Jack was, you know, trying to, he was taking risks, trying to, you know, be around with Rose and having fun with her. And I think, I think it was just, a good like balance of movie and i really do uh did not feel the runtime either and i think also what helps a lot is i, I love how uh the transition from the present well the present to uh to, you know talking to old rose uh, to you know rose on the titanic i think they did a great job going back and forth between those scenes and yeah the run runtime was very smooth in this one uh yeah overall um I mean, there's <laughs> there's things with the story that i can i definitely didn't like, but the pacing was pretty good. I will give it that. Um, although, I mean, I guess it's a typical 17-year-old who, like, no, we can never see each other again. And then, like, half hour later, be like, nah, never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my mind. Well, that was that was before uh, her fiancé hit her, mm-hmm. essentially. I think mm-hmm. that, the, like, <clears throat> not only is this, like, a good like romance movie, you know, obviously it's like, you know, the, the fan fiction of, of a million people, you know, go onto a ship and find love uh, from day one. But it's also like, it's pretty historically accurate in the sense of like, um, you know, power structure, I guess I would say, you know, just how like this was, this, I believe this, the Titanic sailed before women's suffrage was really a a thing. And they have themes of that throughout the movie, especially with Rose being the one of the main characters. She's much more capable than people think she is. She's not your she's not your average woman, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I, I like that. I think that that, um, you know, it just kind of shows how kind of rough the, you know, the early 1900s were for women in general, because they were seen as more of like, you know, Property. objects or bargaining pieces to, uh, you know, her, her mother is is pretty much having her marry her fiance so that they can stay wealthy, you know, because they lost all their money and, and stuff like that. So, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, it's, it, it's, it's a pretty historically accurate movie um, in that sense as yes, well. For sure. Well, you, yeah, you can see it like just as, when it's sinking, you know, how they just kept the third class locked down below for. All right. And here's the other historical accuracy inaccuracy day. Mm. Mm. Is it? Okay. That actually did not happen on the Titanic. Oh, that's good. That the gates were open, better. and if there was a closed gate, you could pretty much walk about five feet to the left or right, and there would be another stairway for you to go up. Um, that was another exaggerated thing. Um, Which, so. I mean, makes... But it's easy to believe, dramatic. right? It's easy yeah, to believe that they would have stopped the third-class people from going up. Yeah. Yes. But that's just uh, inaccurate, unfortunately. Oh. Or fortunately, so fortunately, yeah, fortunately, yeah. But then that makes me think of like how uh, crazy it would have been then like, with all those people just going to the top deck, trying to get in the boats all at once. So it's probably even crazier then. Well, you need to remember that the people on the ship, and this was accurate, they thought that they were just going to go up on deck and it was going to be a false alarm and they were going to go back to whatever they were doing, whether it was having tea or getting ready for bed or whatever. A lot of people didn't take it seriously until the water started flowing into the hallways. So the real scramble didn't happen until about an hour or an hour and a half into it when the ship actually started showing signs of distress. Hmm. Interesting. 
which is why you see that one scene where the lady's like, hold the lifeboat for a minute, please. I need to go back to my room. Then they throw her on because <laughs> the, the people who were on the ship knew the knew what was happening. But all the other people, you know, the first, second, third class people were just kind of like milling about because it's like, well, it's, it's it, they said it was unsinkable, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never believe. You never believe them. Anything um, dubbed unsinkable will sink. It's a, it's it's pretty much uh, just been uh, historic, like all across history, oil rigs, boats, you name it. If they've been called unsinkable, they sink. They will be gone. Um, can we all agree, though, that Rose, like, Rose is the worst? How so? Explain. Why do you say that? Yeah, please explain. Yeah, okay. So... Like, I mean, you get hints of it. I mean, old Rose is very indicative of, you know, young Rose, where she's just a complete <laughs> liar. She had the heart of the diamond or heart of the ocean the whole goddamn time. Um, but also just as the boat starts sinking, she she had like two chances where she could have gone on a lifeboat and like immediately, you know, um, came back, which the first one sure worked, worked out because she got Jack out. But then when Jack put her on another lifeboat and she climbed out, if she had stayed on that lifeboat, Jack probably would have lived. Well, she was afraid that maybe she, my theory is, maybe she came to her senses and was like, wait a minute, Jack is going with um, my fiance, who's probably going to end up killing him. Or maybe she, you know, kind of started thinking, was like, wait a minute, I can't leave jack with my fiance he's probably gonna kill him or leave him that is a possibility though i don't think he would have because he was just like no i i've got you know i can get on a boat you can't so here's here's what i here's here's my theory she just wanted to spend more time with with jack (laughs) um and she was willing to die with him if it meant that um yeah so you know she she i mean Jack was her true love, right? So she wants to. She wanted to spend the most time she could with him, and if that means you know going through the whole sinking and then freezing to death in water, uh, as long as she was with Jack, she was okay with it. Yeah. Oh, and then that end scene where like she dies, and then she's like went straight to Jack in like the afterlife or whatever. It's like, bitch, you knew him for three days. You met somebody, married him, had children with him, spent years with him, and still you're gonna go after the guy you knew for three days. I saw that as more of a dream scene because they didn't really confirm that she died or not. Well, I mean, she went back to the Titanic with everyone that had died. They didn't show anyone that was that, you know, they got off the ship. So that's that's how I interpreted it as how like she died and got reunited with Jack and everyone else from the ship. Well, and she kept she did everything Jack wanted. You know, you saw her ride a horse normal. The last thing he said to her is you're going to die old and warm in bed. So that's why I figured, yeah, she died. And but like, I knew this guy also, for three days. <laughs> that's the thing, though. It, it kind of like just negates her entire life that she's lived. If yeah. when she dies, she goes back to the one guy that she only met for a couple of days. So like her life was meaningless. Then, like the she entire is the life. worst. I don't know. <laughs> she I don't didn't go like... to her husband and yeah, she goes to Jack instead of her husband of her whatever, however long. I don't feel like her life was meaningless. I mean, she lived her life to the fullest. She did everything that she wanted to do and more. You know, they didn't mention she was going to fly a plane. Jack didn't mention she was going to fly a plane or whatever. <laughs> didn't mention that she was going to be an actress. So she lived her life. 
Um, maybe it's some sort of weird pur- purgatory thing where you know she died above the Titanic wreck, so she was transported to the Titanic. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you could you could say that. I, I'm in more like they didn't really confirm that she had died though. Like if they had shown her, like I don't know how they would have shown it, but like maybe have someone be next to her crying or something like that. I guess that would convey mm-hmm. it a little bit better. So it is a bit ambiguous. Well, I mean, it could have been just a dream and she dreamed about all the people that were lost in the Titanic. Who knows? I mean, she met I mean, she met everyone on there, you know, <laughs> she met the captain, the designer, the, the guy who named the ship, you know, she, <laughs> she met everyone. So, yeah, it's really interesting, though, because um, you cannot get what they were trying to go for that because, you know, they want to give like a give it a happy ending, but also kind of like a bittersweet ending. But at the same time, yeah, I don't know. It just feels weird. Like, I, I don't want to, I didn't mean that it, her life was meaningless, just that it kind of well, like you, negates. You, actually, you said it verbatim, so. <laughs> I know what I'm trying to say is that that's not how I meant it. Like right. what I'm trying to, what I was trying to. I got what you were trying to say is like. Yeah, it, like it negates everything that she has uh, gone she accom- through. Yeah, everything she accomplished were just like, she's like, nah, those things don't matter. Jack, who I knew for three days matters. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so I, I guess it's it is easy to believe that she would fall for this random guy she only met for a couple of days, for especially sure. with how toxic her relationship was. Yeah, for sure. Uh, whether whether or not that she should have ended up on the Titanic, I, I guess it's just like okay, that's <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I mean maybe it's because she was thinking about jack for the last like 24 hours or whatever since they revealed the picture on the on the news or whatever that she went back and got transported back to that age and she really lived all those memories maybe that's why she ended up with jack i mean once again it's it's a move it's it's a movie thing so i guess they weren't really thinking about like oh this character that you never met her her husband she's with her husband (laughs) and and at the end of the movie you would have been like who (laughs) right because they never introduce her husband they just have her granddaughter there yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I'm saying like it makes sense that that's why they ended it in the way they did. For sure. It's just if you think about it, it's just you go, huh? <laughs> why, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just that's why I think of it more as like a dream sequence rather than actual dying. You know, um, maybe, maybe that was before before she actually passed. She dreamed of the titanic and never went on the titanic and meeting jack again who knows mm-hmm. well, i, I guess, guess it all depends just... on what you believe you know no 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 we just have to watch titanic 2 to get answers oh yeah. of course that makes sense <laughs> so well then there's the whole thing with the the door and the water and james cameron finally has admitted yeah i guess they could have both fit on there <laughs> <laughs> really yeah that's that's the thing that's kind of been debated for like the past you know, decade, 30 years, 25 days. years or whatever. How old is the movie now? Yeah, I mean, if, if you look at it from from an angle of two people desperate in the water, I'm sure they could have made it onto there. But I don't think they really had the time. And plus, that water is super freezing cold. So it's kind of it probably wasn't parrying their thought processes. So, like, you know, Jack tried to get on and it tipped over and he was like, well, I guess I'm screwed. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's or, what I was thinking. I, I was like, I don't think like it was balanced enough for both of them. Like. Well, I don't, did, I don't know if you guys saw the Mythbusters episode where they had James Cameron on and they did that myth. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they actually you know, found a way to make it work. So, but put yourself in that position, though. For sure. You know, like put yourself in the freezing water that feels like knives all over your body, as they explained mm-hmm. in the movie. 
like sure. freezing clothes on. And yeah, you're, you're freezing and it initially doesn't work, right? It initially doesn't work. So in that state of mind, after that whole traumatic experience of the ship sinking, yeah, I, I don't think they would have tried again or Jack would have tried again. And and that's how it went. Well, they could have taken turns. No, but really, the one, my biggest question is, why wasn't anyone else trying to, like, that's a big piece of, like, just floating piece of wood. No one else is trying to go, hey, I should get on that. Like, so I see her on that. Why can't I should get on it? That's, like, the most, I think, confusing thing to me was just, like, you know, they didn't want to bring the lifeboats in because, like, oh, they'll swarm us. But yet here, here's a door, a piece of wood, and they're not swarming it. We That's a thought that went through my the, mind too. <laughs> the guy with the whistle said that they were going to bring the boats back, or he's yelling to bring the boats back. So everyone thought that the boats were going to come back. So maybe no one even thought about swimming over to that thing because they thought maybe. they were going to be rescued in a couple minutes. Maybe, maybe, perhaps. I mean, obviously, this is all speculation. Hard to to be. I mean, you know, hindsight twenty twenty or whatever. It's, it's hard to be in that moment because you know none of us obviously have been in that moment of being in a sinking ship and freezing water and all that. We've all been in the cold shower, though, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been in cold water. Um, yeah. I mean, there was a lake um, north of Salt Lake um, called Bear Lake. And it's in the summer, it's about 50 but I've been in it in like the spring and stuff, and it is it was not fun. <laughs> hmm. So let's talk about the other thing. Um, they keep mentioning in the movie how uh, there's not enough lifeboats for the people, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, during this time in shipbuilding, uh, you know, obviously lifeboats were just used to transport people from a sinking ship to another ship. So. The fact that they didn't that it did that they did not have enough lifeboats is because the lifeboats weren't seen as safe. They were, um, you know, they 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 got swamped easily. They would tip over easily, et cetera, et cetera. There were multiple ship wrecks that happened before the Titanic, um, where people got sent on lifeboats and they just, you know, they got they got swarmed by the sea. You know, they crashed up against rocks and died. You know, so people were. I mean, that oh, this also goes back to why people weren't, you know, trying to scramble onto lifeboats, right? People were more afraid of lifeboats at that point because all those stories, they were published in newspapers, they get around, the lifeboats killed people, blah, 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 blah. So the reason why the Titanic didn't require, you know, it didn't need to have, uh, well, maybe it needed it, but um, it didn't have all the lifeboats was because they were mostly used for ferrying people back and forth from a distressed ship to another ship. Um, and then also people have done the math, people have done the timeline. And even if the Titanic did have enough boats for the entire lot of people who were on the ship, it wouldn't have mattered because by the time they started launching lifeboats, it was about an hour into the sinking and the ship only lived for about two hours uh, gaining water. So by the time that they even went to the collapsible boats, which were the, you know, last, the last ones that they had, the ship was already practically underwater and, they wouldn't have been able to launch any more lifeboats anyway. That is fascinating. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, they seemed shocked and surprised, especially in the movie. You know, it was like, oh, the nearest ship is four hours away. What? Yeah, like, that's. <clears throat> 
Yeah, that's like. another thing. Like the the shipping lines are supposed to be close enough where a ship is only about a hundred miles away from each other, but uh, obviously there weren't as many ships out that night. And um, well, you know, going. having the wireless distress signal is only going to help you so much when the nearest ship is, yeah. you know, well, four hours away. <laughs> my guess is, you know, well, I don't know how accurate it was, but the Titanic was going fast, and it was you know fast a lot faster than the other ships. So it may have outpaced them all, and yeah, that's it, so. that could be entirely true too. You know, that it just was faster than the other ones. Um, yeah, yeah. There, there was like a group of ships kind of in the rough area, but you know, they they were all just too far away. Yeah, and actually, the one that they show in the movie, uh, I forget what it was called. Um, that one was actually the farthest one away, so I don't I don't know why they showed that one. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because like they zoomed into the name, like they wanted people to know. Oh, that's the ship that rescued them. It's like the, uh, they the time they spent showing that on screen makes me feel like they want the audience to know it was significant in some way. But I don't know. It was one of the ships that came to the to the rescue, mm, okay. but I believe it was one of the last ones that showed up because it was <laughs> the far the farthest out there. Uh, but maybe awesome. it was a bit they, the movie made it sound like only one ship showed up. Yeah, yeah I, I do believe a couple of ships eventually showed up. I no, I would know. imagine. So, but also, can we talk about like how fascinating it is to see uh, like how the ship runs, like seeing the engine room and how many people are like scrambling to do different things, and then the boiler room and like how many people have to be there, have to have a job to keep the ship running, and it's just absolute insanity yeah yeah the giant machinery is a little off-putting um but it, it's really cool to see the inner workings of of the ship and um you know obviously you know like they said you know they were uh they weren't gonna be they weren't gonna be filling up all the boiler rooms or the boilers and you're like you've already seen like a ton of boilers how many more could be on this thing you know that's <laughs> that's kind of the thought going through your head at that time a lot the whole bottom half <laughs> <clears throat> Imagine um, just being down there, though, like just working and all of a sudden just hear a crash and then water just starts going in. They were probably yeah. the first to die. Yeah, they were scary. the first. Yeah. The, you know, the yeah. one department, the the front one, you know, it it probably flooded immediately, killing everybody in there. Like they didn't have a chance to get out. That was probably the second one that they showed, you know, the guys closing the doors and getting out. Yeah, there wouldn't have been too many people in the front of the ship because that was just a section to hold the anchors and it mm. was like a waste section where all the poop and stuff went. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, as soon as it's it, just like they said in the movie, it was like a Morse code across the across the the, um, the side of the ship that, you know, it, it you know five or six holes opened up in different compartments. And, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know why they decided not to completely seal these watertight, quote unquote, compartments. Um, but yeah, they they were they only went up to like deck four, and then they just stopped. And when, as soon as the water got the deck four, guess what? It flowed over into the other into yeah. the other container. Obviously, it was ripped apart enough that it wouldn't have, you know, survived with all five of those compartments broken into anyway. But yeah. just one of those things where it's like, but it would have taken longer to sink. And yeah, they probably could have gotten more people. It definitely would have taken longer to sink if if those. Those were actually watertight compartments. <laughs> yeah, but and they just didn't do that, which is so weird. And the other thing just to mention is, you know, you see those watertight doors shutting. Um, the uh, the guy who kind of like, you know, crouches under it when it's almost closed, uh, he wouldn't have been able to do that because those doors need to make a seal. Mm-hmm. So the final like couple inches, it just slams shut. 
Uh, so he probably either would have a had his whole leg amputated right there or B, he wouldn't have made it. Out yeah. to that door. I was almost for some reason I thought I remember, but I think it might have been like Poseidon Adventures or a different movie like that. Somebody got caught in the bottom of the door, which so it couldn't shut all the way. And then that's, you know, water got through. But I think, like I said, obviously that was another movie. I can't remember what movie now. Yeah, also Poseidon went, you know, rolled upside yeah. down, so yeah, I don't know yeah. if that would help anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't think it was Poseidon Adventures. I don't know what movie it was. <laughs> um, but yeah, eventually, yeah, he would have just been cut in half. And actually, you know, later in the movie, you do see a couple of those boiler room workers helping with lifeboats and stuff like that. So they did, they did eventually make it to the, you know, some of them made it to the top. But that's why the ones that snuck under the doors. Yeah, the, the ones who <laughs> were able to escape the danger made it at least to the top of the ship. Yeah, I thought it was so funny how uh, Jack and Rose, like when Rose went back for Jack, you know, he was in handcuffs, so they had to like make that escape. And then they were caught between a doors, and so they had to make that escape. And then they found themselves back inside, so they had to like escape through yet another set of doors. And it's like out of everyone in the ship, they had to escape three times. They also had to escape uh, the the gunfire as well. Yes, <laughs> which is why they went back down. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's just that's just movie, you know, basic yeah. like I, I, I do. I do find it like I do find it a little bit annoying that they had to go back and forth a, a couple times. Right. Um, but like I said, it is like a part of like the movie script where it's like, oh, and then they go back under and then, you know, she does this and then they do that. I guess I don't, I'm not like too angry about it, but I, I do see like, yes, yeah, it is kind of annoying to see, you know, Rose jump off of two lifeboats and then they go under two times and then they do this three yeah. times it's like yeah so i'm not a lot of that would have been fixed if rose had just stayed on the second lifeboat <laughs> and then like so if it had played out exact same besides the gunman chasing him jack around because he thought he was safe and had his own boat he would have left jack so let's say jack did the same thing went to the top of the boat you know rode down with it i assume somewhere he actually would have gotten a life jacket but um you know, he would have been out there. He would have found the door. He would have been on top of it, and he would have lived. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> but again, if that was this is only if we found a life jacket. If he did not find the life jacket, he would have gone down with the ship. It would have sucked him down. One thing you know, I would have liked about this movie, which I would would have done more, is uh, I wish it would have showed more about uh, Brock. Uh, the guy who put, you know, the diamond into, like, Jack's... Uh, oh, man no. love? Yeah, and, like, not, like, the man love, just, like, his evilness, because I feel like there was a sense of evil from him, but we didn't get, like, you know, we didn't get to see it. Well, you know, so I would have liked to see, you know, you know, maybe him loading that gun, you know, be a little more intense, or, you know, he does yeah. something a little more evilish. but nope, it was just him loading the gun, and he leaves. I was like, what? Well, he punches cause... him in the gut. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Punches the gut, and well, then he loads he... the gun, and then what's his face? Uh, Billy Zane, you know, steals the gun. You gotta but... remember, he's paid by Billy, Billy Zane's Zane. character, <laughs> yeah. so Cal, he's not inherently evil. I wouldn't say he's just being paid to, you know, mess with and fuck around with. with yeah, with okay. Jack, right? But that's what I'm saying. Evil. I was, I was, saw more of that. Like maybe show him like getting handcuffed. Up, well, you know, they did show him getting handcuffed. They showed him getting handcuffed to the pipe. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. getting handcuffed in the room with the drawings. Well, yeah, they showed him getting handcuffed in the room with drawings, but yeah, and then they like, showed I'm him saying up, yeah, actually they showed him... getting handcuffed yeah. to that pipe. Yes, yeah, they, they did, did show him that. 
Oh, maybe I've it was it was the that... master at arms who hand who handcuffed him to the pipe, and then the master at arms left because uh, the hired the hired bounty bodyguard was I'm like, like I'll, "I'll watch him." Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. I missed that scene. I guess because yeah, they did. Sh- I mean, they did show a lot between him and Jack. Like you know, Jack tries to get inside the chapel to talk to rose and he stops him and pays mm-hmm. off the yeah. two guys standing by the door i mean they do actually show a good amount of anti antagonistic uh stuff with him um i wouldn't call him evil though that's the only thing i i just i would just call him a, a paid guard essentially well, he's all, he is a bit of a bully he gets off on it well i mean yeah i mean yeah <laughs> but he's uh, paid to do it so i, I don't yeah. inherently think he's super evil right yeah and well, guess, a, all I mean, I'm saying is, I wish we would solve more of that intensity. You know? Yeah, I, I well, felt like we had we had a good I'm, amount. Uh, I'm glad we get you know we get to see him uh, die. <laughs> it was like a split scene. If you, and he was covering his face, half his face was bloody, so it was hard to tell it was him. Wait, yeah, uh, I remember seeing yeah, his him. bloody face, but how how did he die? I don't. I think I missed how he died. Oh well, he was like right where the boat was splitting in half. Yeah, they didn't actually oh. show him dying, but you can only assume that he died by. You know, when the boat went under at that point. What sucks is that we saw Fabrizio die when like the one of the yeah. pipes fell on top of him. The hell was that sucked? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you know they had quickly. to show the characters you care about dying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, he went quickly. Um, <laughs> he probably died right there. Or if not, was knocked unconscious and just sunk. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's better than being awake while drowning. Or freezing to death. Or freezing to death. So you know, I would probably choose the freezing to death over the drowning. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I guess this is a good spot for me to interject historical accuracy here. Okay. Um, people always are wondering why the pipe, you know, the, the smokestacks fell over so easily. And it's because underneath the three, three of the smokestacks is just a giant exhaust tube that, that goes to each boiler. Um, so essentially that caused a vacuum suction uh, that caused the wires to snap because there was so much stress on the pipes themselves that when the water did eventually reach and start to get sucked into the, those sections through the cracks in the pipes, um, the the funnels just toppled over. And this is also a very frightening thought, but I'm going to say it anyway. So greedy, maybe close your ears for a second. Um, <laughs> pretty much an abyss where those pipes would, you know, the smokestacks would have been and people were sucked into those pipes and they probably died in the pitch black darkness of nothingness that was inside the boiler room. Wow. Also, the fourth pipe was not indeed fake, as most people say. Uh, it was a uh, it was pretty much an exhaust for venting out old ox, you know, old oxygen smoke, stuff like that. Um, so it, it did have a purpose, uh, even though it wasn't entirely needed to be a full smokestack, um, because it, it, it did serve a purpose. So it wasn't in- entirely fake. They just made it into the fourth to make it look like a fourth smokestack for uh, for aesthetics. Exactly. And it's because um, there was a, a rival ship that had four smokestacks. So they needed four smokestacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. But yeah, pretty scary thought that we sucked. I mean, they, they showed some of the, you know, suction power. Um, yeah you know, with the people going through the windows and, you know, that actually did happen too. Um, but even more frightening would be, you know, just being sucked into, um, you know, those, those vents, those giant vents that pretty much, if you look at a diagram of the, of the ship, I mean, you would have fallen, you know, the 10 stories or whatever, or, or, you know, went with the water down, down, down into the bowels of the ship. (laughs) 
All right, on a lighter note. Yeah. <laughs> What's the lighter note? I mean, this oh, whole movie's is there kind a lighter of a downer. Note? Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about the music. I I I felt like the music was so yes. well done in yeah, this. Yeah, very well done. I have so like you know when seeing Lord of the Rings, it definitely gives like Lord of the Rings vibes. Um, like the the main theme, but I feel like sometimes they use the like a variation of the main theme, which is kind of like a hopeful like song because it like makes me think of Lord of the Rings. That it just was out of place sometimes. Like they, like you could hear hints of it as like they're first down the ship, looking at all the wreckage. It's like I don't know that this is like where you would play this music. Like this should be more somber. <laughs> like you're looking at death. Yeah, the and, one thing I do like is uh, they kind of incorporated the music into the scenes. Like you know, having the three guy band or the four guys at the end there, you know, playing the violins and you know the bass, and you know, you actually. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say like it made you aware of the music, but it, it was definitely more noticeable, and and it was very cool you know, for the guy to be like, "All right, that's it," and then he goes and plays again, and then the other guys are like, "Well, I guess we got to go play," and then he's like, "All right, we're done." I mean, I, I like wouldn't lump scene. those songs that they played into the soundtrack per se. I mean, they yeah. were just music that they were playing while the ship was sinking. Um, the main soundtrack is is, is a very um, it, it does it does incorporate that main theme of like my heart will go on it, it kind of throughout the entire movie. Yeah, um, I didn't I noticed that that's this time and I didn't, I didn't realize that there were so many different renditions of that one song. And but I thought that part was really cool how they incorporated like so many different ways. Yeah, it's nice how it's 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 different. Obviously, yeah, maybe they could have used a somber version, you know, for for <laughs> some of the more sadder things. But once the once the ship started sinking, I mean, I, I I just I think about the you know the choir going and and the the uh, just the emotion that was put into the instruments as as people were flying off of the ship, and it really did uh, you know make it the the scenes more impactful for sure when when just everything was going and. Uh, you know, in the scenes. Um, I agree with you that that uh, when the string quartet, the most of the songs they played, I wouldn't say that's part of the soundtrack. But the one song they played, though, when they started playing and then they just started showing all the like different horrific scenes of everything that was happening, of people losing hope, of the old couple in bed, the mother with the two kids as the mm-hmm. water's like filling up in, in uh, with water. I was like uh, that. That was a very strong scene. I got teary eyed, you know, watching all that. Wasn't the song they were playing then near "My God to Thee"? I don't. No, it no. wasn't. No, it is. It, it's become the famous ship sinking song. Uh, oh, okay. Funny enough, they played the same song over the loudspeakers uh, during the sinking of um, the Costa Concordia. <laughs> wow. Uh, which uh, people f- did not enjoy while they were running <laughs> off of the ship. <laughs> That was the Carnival Cruise one that sunk a while ago. Yeah, it didn't really sink though, didn't it? It just kind of hit a sandbar and like it sank, but like it didn't well, sink far. Well, it, it hit a reef because they went too close. Um, okay, the captain yeah. was a bit tipsy, and they were doing like a drive-by, you know, sail-by kind of call onto the shore. Um, and yeah, that, it, it didn't sink all the way initially, but uh, once the you know once everything was kind of done, it was practically. You know, at a ninety degree angle, and um, yeah. <laughs> okay, it was near my god to be. I just looked it up. Oh, that was okay. the one where the the captain was like arrogant about everything, right? 
Yeah, he uh, he he abandoned ship before everyone else was off. Uh, and then it was a little scandalous because like, he had that or whatever. He had like a mistress on board. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Actually, let me look. There's an article here. When do you think that movie will be out? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, the, the events of that one are, I mean, they could be turned into a movie. Uh, let's see. How long did it take for the Titanic from the sinking to James Cameron's movie coming out? <laughs> probably probably about 80 years. <laughs> or there was there was also um, the other Titanic, the other famous one, A Night to Remember, which was in the 40s, I think. Well, here's a fun story. So the the near my got to the that they played in the movie, um, there's no there's no record of them actually playing it on the Titanic. It is from he was copying a movie about um, a different ship or no from the Titanic from the fifties, who was copying a movie from a different <laughs> sinking ship, which like. It's just a bunch of movies kept using it since, like, the year Titanic sunk in 1912. Um, that it's now just, oh, yeah, this is the sinking ship song. But it's yeah. never actually, <laughs> like, it wasn't actually played on the Titanic. Yeah, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. We, I guess we'll never really know. But For there sure. was a there was a band playing to try and calm people down. Yeah, no, that, that part's is, true. That is true. But according to this article, it looks like they were playing waltzes and not the hymn. Hmm. But obviously, I don't think I, well, I don't know. Some maybe somebody who survived actually was like, "Hey, no, this is what they were playing." <laughs> they were actually playing corn, uh, uh, freak on a leash. When they <laughs> oh, wow. Ahead of their time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Callus, do you want to talk about the uh, naked woman in the room? Yeah, <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say, you know, <laughs> thinking about that scene, it it was done. Tastefully. Ta- yeah, yeah, that's the right word. Tastefully. I, I don't think that it was like they didn't like zoom in on her on her butt or on her <laughs> boobs. You know, it was a very tasteful scene. And, you know, even the sex scene in the car, it really I mean, you really didn't see anything, you know, and, and I think that they did that perfect. That pretty pretty much as close to perfect as you can for. I did. I did want to ask you, um, since you said you just watched the second the second tape. Is that the art scene in the second tape? No. Um, so <laughs> okay. the. The second tape, uh, I believe the first. Now I might be wrong about this. The first tape stops when you see um, the bow of the ship almost underwater, and then the second tape f- picks up from that when uh, the bow is is okay. starting to submerge. Okay. Oh wow! So basically, it's like the first tape is the first two hours, and the last tape is just one hour. Yeah, it's an so hour plus the footage. special features. Yeah, special features. Mm. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay, I was just curious, like, he's like, as a kid, I always watched the second tape. I was like, mm, was that because that's where the boobies were? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, um, the one thing that yeah. my other half wanted to mention was um, the costumes in the movie. The hats, especially, mm-hmm. were were like really fun to look at. Uh, very, um, very of the times, you know. Big old yeah, especially with the face. upper class. I think you really noticed that with the upper class compared to the lower class. Well, there's a distinct difference. You know, lower class yeah. had rags on, essentially, and well, the upper you, class had... You did see some lower class wearing hats, but they were practical hats, you know, that just covered the, you know, kept your hair up, 
kind of like a bonnet kind of thing, which would be good for working. The upper class wears hats with the big, huge brims because they don't have to do anything. Yeah, they just need to protect them from the from sun. The sun. The, yeah, that they they sit in. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought the costume design was was really really well done here. Um, you know, they like you know the the most fun parts to to look at are when you know it's you know. It's it's Jack and all of them dressed up in the first class lounge and then the juxtaposition of going down to the lower decks and then, you know, having more fun and, you know, being more relaxed down there. You know, um, it's definitely was a completely different vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Did anyone else think of the joke? Now, well, not really a joke, but when you saw Leo DiCaprio dancing with the small child, go, ah, his next girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> OK, just me. <laughs> I didn't till now. <laughs> yeah, well, be, I mean, he he does only date like eighteen and, and until twenty six. So yeah, you know, it, the joke doesn't really work per se. But <laughs> well, I'm just saying nowadays, you know, he met her filming Titanic, and actually at this point, she's probably way too old for him. Yeah, she's probably too old now. <laughs> yeah, she would be like in their thirties because it was. 25 years ago. You know, came out 25 years ago. And she... So, yeah, she'd be about 30. So, too old for Leo. Yeah. Speaking of jokes, there were a couple uh, low-key, like, punchlines in there. Like, uh, when Jack was handcuffed to the pipe and uh, he's like, I'll wait here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a few good ones. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Jack had a, a few good jokes in there. And I enjoyed that that scene where like they're trying to make fun of him at the dinner table, because you know he's from the lower class. But you know he just he, just he showed them, it. yeah, he just rolls yeah. with it. I mean, not exactly showed them, but he yeah. made them realize that yeah, he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. I'm not rich. I know that. I don't care. <laughs> rich people <Yeah>. suck. <laughs> Yeah, I just I, I really liked how they grew like the um, kind of the tension between him and the fiance throughout the movie. You know, it starts out, you know, not doesn't really think about it, invites him to dinner because Rose wants him to. Right. Um, and then by the end of it, you know, it, it's it's gotten to the point where he's trying to murder <laughs> Jack, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked how it built to that. It wasn't just like immediately like, oh, I hate you. You know, it was it was more of like mm-hmm. a, you're annoying and now you're a pain in my ass. and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Now you're was, trying, now you've stolen my fiance. Jack got a lot away with a lot more. I mean, I thought you know there was going to be an earlier scene with him trying to kill Jack. I thought that was going to happen, but no, not until the end. Well, yeah, you have to also remember, like the fiance really didn't care like what yeah. Rose was doing for the most part. He only really started to notice that she was gone when um, the uh, you know the bodyguard started to uh, you follow. know started to follow him around and and peep in about what they were doing. Yeah, and like the scene where uh, they go back to her art room, I guess you'd say, and they're like holding hands. I'm like, wow. But at that point, I think they're you kind of knew, right? Well, at that point, she had left uh, a note, note to him that's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm done. You can keep yep. me and your diamond in the yeah, safe yeah, or whatever. Right. Yeah, that's right. Or everything you love in the safe or something like that. I, yeah, I kind of read the note. The whole something note. Like it was a good note. Okay, I'll give it that. I just don't remember <laughs> the exact wording. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that note. That makes sense. Um, 
yeah. Uh, I just, uh, in general, like the story and the movie. I thought that, uh, you know, I thought that going back to it, I'd be like, oh, here we go. Love story. But I actually genuinely like, had, you know, liked Jack and Rose. I mean, I know Tay said that Rose was a little bit, you know, <laughs> the worst, um, the worst. But I felt like uh, the relationship actually made a lot of sense. No, I, I think the relationship it. did make sense, too. Like I said, it's just Rose as she <laughs> She made some very, very poor decisions. Yeah, there, there was that uh, Thumbtanic movie, the parody of Titanic oh, yeah, that came out. Thumbtanic. And uh, they made it a point to be like, you're rich. Why do you want to die? Why don't you just give your money away? And that kind of stuck with me and kind of overwrote the original movie for a while. Oh, right. Well. <laughs> and um, when I watched it this time, I'm like, oh, yeah, she is like, you know, just kind of like hamming it up. She really they actually lost all their money when um, mm-hmm. the husband died or her father died. Um, and that's why she's marrying into money so that the the mother can still be, you know, comfortable, comfortable as she lives, um, which is another thing that you kind of forget about from the 20s, where like the mother and the daughter would move in when you married, um, which is kind of crazy to think about now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would not fly nowadays. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. But yeah, I, I actually really didn't mind the romance. I enjoyed it. I Their uh, romance was believable and, you know, it told an interesting story. Not I thought, like fully unique, but it's still still like a you know like a really good story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, at the end when Cal's searching for her, I thought I remembered her mom being there too, but I guess I remembered incorrectly. Yeah, her mom was safely on a lifeboat. Yeah, far far away. Yeah, no, and but I actually, I thought, um, oh, go ahead, I, go ahead. Yeah, I was like, no, I thought I just mem- remembered like Cal and her mom searching for her on the boat to see if she had survived. Oh, uh, you're you're talking about the end, yeah. Yeah, the very end, but like, because we don't actually ever find out what happened to the mom, do we? No, yeah, you don't really know. Um, and maybe <laughs> that's just, that's also like maybe from Rose's perspective, she also doesn't know what happened to her mom, you know? Yeah, because she took but, on Jack's name. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like, we get scenes that Rose was not present for. Why can't they yeah. give us a scene? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I imagine yeah. the captain and the first mate had this conversation. I wasn't there, but it had to happen. <laughs> well, may- maybe there are. I mean, obviously, there are some parts of the movie that are probably that she doesn't tell to the yeah. reporters. I mean, that you know, the the joke about um, you know, when they were like, "What happened next?" after she ta- told them about the the whole painting section or art mm-hmm. section, she's like, "Oh, he was very professional. You know, we didn't do anything." Uh, we didn't do it or whatever she says. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, what yeah. actually happened was they did, in fact, do it a little bit later. It was just a little bit later. Yeah, <laughs> I think she told him that part just a little yeah, later. She told like, him. Well, Dan, we no, I, the... <laughs> I, I, th- I think that she said, you know, because she says, like, he's very professional. We didn't do it. You know, yeah, I no, she that, said, that, I don't know. I don't think that she told the rest of the story. I think that where we pick up on that is um, not being told to the the submarine guy what's yeah, the captain so. <laughs> and her granddaughter right <laughs> which you kind of like start you kind of forget that they're there for the second half of the movie because they don't really cut back to them um as often as they do in the first couple hours um but i do like that idea of storytelling uh that they that they present in the movie where it is old rose and the transitions as greedy said before like the transitions where they zoom in on her eye and it turns old, you know, it turns old in a couple of seconds. I I, I found those actually pretty cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing with the ship when they did that with the ship when they showed it, you know, the the submarine camera going through the sunken ship and then it just transforms into uh, the past. Then right. those were pretty cool. So you might know this, Yemi. Um how 
because I know like James Cameron got into submarine stuff and actually went down there. So how much of the footage that we see of the sunken Titanic was that actually filmed by them, or was it like did they get footage from someone else? I don't remember exactly. I think it's about like fifty fifty or forty sixty or something like that. Gotcha. Um, a lot of it is like you know, just CG renderings of what could have been in there, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I think that the exterior shots of the ship are all submarine, you know, the submarines footage, um, but anything that's going inside, I believe is all renders. Render or models. Probably. Right. Probably models. Yeah. They built so many models. I might as well keep <laughs> right. doing the yeah. models. Them lifting the door was definitely not real footage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was curious as I was watching it. I was like, I don't want to look this up. <laughs> Hopefully someone else knows. Yeah, there's actually um, there's actually a Titanic VR game where you can actually go in a submarine and explore the entire crash site, which was back in like the PSVR 1 days. Um, I don't know if they're going to give it a PSVR 2 port or port it anywhere else, but it was pretty interesting. You, know, you, you, were, you were like, they literally mapped out the entire ship and you could like go through it when it was, you know, yeah. underwater and stuff like that. Very creepy, creepy game. <laughs> were there collectibles yes actually you would actually pick up artifacts and clean them in like your hub area oh nice (laughs) and that's the other thing i do want to mention too like um you know they have lifted stuff up from the titanic don't get me wrong but for the most part they've the people who have gone there scientifically with science intents not intent to loot the ship um they have largely undisturbed the, the 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 ship itself um, because it is technically, I mean, it is a mass burial site for what was it like a thousand five hundred people or whatever. Yeah. So you know they 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 left the plaque there and they go. I mean, people go down and see it all the time. Well, maybe not all the time, but pretty regularly at this yeah, you point. You can actually buy and go down there. It's kind of right. crazy. But there are things that have gone missing that they've noticed that have gone missing since the the you know not only has since the movie came out, but the original footage of the ship came out. Like, um, there's a bell that's missing now, a steering wheel, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So people are looting it. Right. But I guess that's the other creepy thing, too, is like, you know where people died because their shoes are there still, you know? Yeah. Um, things that they owned are still there. Like, even though the clothes and the bodies have disintegrated, uh, the boots that were made of leather, they, they're still there in the final yeah. resting place. You see that in a lot of, Which um, is... like, battleships sinkings as well. All you see is, like, the shoes everywhere. Which is weird because, you know, boot, leather boots, that's just skin. <laughs> why isn't this <laughs> no but really why aren't the bones still there one i didn't think well it's preserved skin uh yeah. well bones are calcium they yeah. and salt and mixed in with salt water that's gonna eventually yeah I yeah guess. and i imagine there's like creatures that would eat at them and make them disappear yeah there's yeah. the the shipwrecks that are most undisturbed and like the most intact are the ones where there's um you know nothing to eat away at the ship corrode the ship no no animals or anything to pick at the the, the ship itself so you know you'll, you'll see some in like in the atlantic that are like perfectly preserved there's no one left on them but yeah. you know like the ship itself you could like you could easily see them like just raising it up and taking it out of there you know because it's so well preserved under there because you know the ice of the atlantic not enough living organisms down there they eat away at the wooden you know ships and stuff like that so it's very interesting yeah Did anyone else find the movie a little bit like at times ago like uh, like what's the word i'm looking for where you go like that? This seems like uh, you guy. No, what's the word? Where it's just like this is like out of 
like out of bad, like out of taste or whatever. Uh, like you just feel like uh, some of that stuff is just you should have just just leave it alone. I'm not sure exactly what you mean. Yeah. I don't either anymore. The opposite <laughs> of tasteful, untaste. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I mean, there were his. his I mean, it's 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 a period piece, so you're gonna have yeah. some weird things happening, um, you know, like with Rose being slapped and you know the guy wrecking the table that's in front of him. Um, oh, I'm not obviously... talking about that. Like just the the Titanic itself, where like it is a mass grave, and you're like you've oh. turned this into a spectacle. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's, I mean, that's why with they. A few ships. Yeah, that's why they edit all of those grim scenes of just like people brutally dying and stuff. And yeah, yeah, I think the I think the film conveys that it is the final resting place of a thousand souls. You know, like that. I think they do that perfectly fine. You know, I think a distasteful thing would be what Ghostbusters Two does, and all the ghosts from the <laughs> ship are uh, wandering New York or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, look, it's the it's the lost souls of the Titanic." Like that's distasteful. <laughs> but showing the ship and showing the story of the ship, I don't, I don't find what they did distasteful entirely. Yeah. But I can see where you're coming from. Like, yeah, like not necessarily like what they show the ship, just the fact that like they've yeah added like this whole romance story that you know like so there's real stuff and fake stuff like intertwined where it's just like. You're not at this point. You're not just showing. You're not just showing history. You're trying to profit off off of history. Yeah, in the end, it's a movie that was made on a budget. They need to make that budget back. It ended up becoming one of the most successful movies of all time, next yeah. to you know, Avatar and Avengers Endgame. <laughs> you know, um, so you know, in the end, it is it is a product that they're trying to sell. But I think they did it tastefully enough that I I'm not like angry about it i guess you would say <laughs> yeah, i'm not either um like the, like a distasteful thing would be like you know i don't i don't know <laughs> you couldn't name any number of things that they could have done with this movie and then you'd be like okay that that was really bad yeah but i don't i didn't feel that way throughout the movie at all no like for most of it no but i think there, i don't remember specifics now but i feel like there was at least a scene or two that I was like mm. <laughs> That seems a little distasteful, but maybe the scene of the woman floating in the water could be yeah, seen as, little, kinda as, as a little distasteful, it, especially the lead up to that. I forget what they said. It was like undead or something like that. And then it showed that I was like, oh, that's a little weird. I don't remember Wait, what what saying undead. <laughs> yeah. Or they were saying like the unliving or something. I, I don't know. They they made a reference to like something dying and then they showed that or something not living and then they showed her that. Yeah, so, yeah I, that, that I just remember the cut being very random to the to the woman dead in the drowned in the um in the ballroom. Yeah. But I guess it's just it's a, it's it's more of an artful thing because they're like, oh, look at this beautiful woman in this beautiful dress. Yeah, you know, she's that's you know, in this definitely what they area. were going for. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. It, I guess it would have been a better, like maybe maybe not irony, but whatever. But if you have like the third, you know the 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 third um, the third passengers in there mixed in there too, like you know, oh hey, here's the everyone. It doesn't matter what class you are, you know, mm-hmm. everyone died. You know, yeah. I guess that would have made it a little bit more tasteful there. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I do like the one guy who's like, no, I'm going to be a gentleman and I'm going to face this like 
you know, with a cup of brandy. And then when he sees the water rushing in, he immediately goes, nope. <laughs> yeah. And you see him try to get away. I don't know. He didn't try to get away. He he uh he he sat there. Yeah, he did. But then I think like there wasn't enough water to immediately drown him, and then just knocked him off his chair. And I think there was one shot of him like trying to climb the stairs, or maybe his son. I don't remember. Or yeah, the, I don't know if it was his son, but the guy standing behind him. Yeah, whoever that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also like the one scene where um Rose asks uh the 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 that one like over exaggerate exaggerated like oil baron guy like where's the nearest lipo he's like oh it's on the other side let me lead you there and they just run off and leave him behind and that's actually the last time you ever see that guy so <laughs> they left him behind and he's probably dead which one he had like the curly mustache and he was like the oil baron he was pretty nice to jack all things considered was um, he the one wait no the one who yeah, the guy with the curly mustache that helped like design the ship and was telling the captain to go faster. No, 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 no. That was okay. that, that guy did not have a curly mustache. That was like the he had like a long yeah. face. That guy who yeah, he actually he, was the guy who named the ship. Yeah, he had a mustache and it was slightly curly, um, if I remember. But he got you see him get on a lifeboat. Yes, he uh, he he uh, cheeses his way onto a lifeboat. <laughs> yeah. And the guy who was putting him down was just like. Whatever. All right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, at that point, too, you, I mean, you know, some of the lifeboats were going down kind of empty-ish, you know? Oh, for sure. So, like, the more people they fit on there, the better, I suppose. He wasn't yeah. going to say anything. Yeah. I do find it funny, or not funny, um, sad. <laughs> That's the other emotion. Um, yes. Like, people who took the, you know, the a job on this ship basically... <laughs> You know, their job is to get their passengers off. And so basically you took a job. It's like, hey, if things go down, south, like go south, you're dying. You die with the ship. <laughs> yeah, well, that's such a good scene with, you know, the captain. I mean, I don't know if it was more like uh, I kind of messed up or like uh, I just don't want to. Well, the captain goes deal down with this ship. anymore. He goes down with it. Well, the captain's supposed to be the last one off and the last one, you know, to die, essentially, I guess you could say. Um, But I think the weight of the consequence of going as fast as he was that night and how they ignored the warning signs about the icebergs being in the area and stuff like that is what really weighed down on him. And obviously it probably didn't happen like that in real life, but um, the captain definitely would have gone down with the Titanic. And Especially because if he had lived, he would have been, you know, probably jailed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Charged for lots of stuff. But yeah, that's that's the thing about, um, you know, the, the movie, the iceberg just kind of appears out of nowhere, which is kind of how it would have happened in real life. Um, mm-hmm. If the water's calm enough, the, the, the sky and the water can simply become the same. Just the night, you know, everything just yeah. looks like stars, especially with how dark and black it is out there. Say, so been, the iceberg to the beach right at night. That's what it looks like. So the iceberg really would have snuck up on them and they wouldn't have been able to see it until the mass was big enough to kind of spot in the sea of stars uh, on the horizon. Um, but the way that they showed it in the movie is a little bit like, oh, it's there. It's like a jump scare. You know, they look <laughs> back and it's like, boom. It's like, oh, no, <laughs> the iceberg. Um, it it, it kind of probably happened like that, but. Um, it, it was probably a little bit less like of a jump scare and more of like, what's that in the distance? I can't really make it out. And um, who knows if the binocular thing was true or that they had loaned the binoculars to another person. They'd never give it back. But um, yeah. yeah, it would have been very hard to see an iceberg, especially a lone iceberg uh, at, at, at how calm the sea was that night. Yeah. 
Alright. Any other thoughts? Yeah, um, I really like that poker scene between Jack and Sven. Um, <laughs> I liked how at the end of it, like you, you think that Sven is gonna like punch Jack in the face, but he punches the guy who bet the tickets in yeah. the face. Yeah, that was a pretty good scene. I like and that. And then, yeah. and then later on, when Fa- Fabrizio and Jack are in the uh, in the third class bunks, and they're like, "Hey, I'm Jack." They're like, "Where's Sven?" And, you know, where's Sven at? Like, what happened? <laughs> I like that. They, you know what, Sven probably took back that punch later and was like, I'm sorry, I punched you. You yeah. you saved us. <laughs> <laughs> Those two guys died. Yeah, I really like that narration at the beginning of the movie where it's like, it was the ship of dreams to some, to others it was a slave ship, you know, like how Rose felt like she was a slave. To, <laughs> that was uh, a, a little overdramatic, but... Obviously, yeah, it was, but I do like the idea of, of the narration. Um, and, you know, in the end, like the people who thought they were going to live a better life uh, across mm-hmm. the world... A lot of that got snuffed out in in one in one in a matter of hours, I would say. Yeah. But I like that whole beginning sequence because, I mean, it looks so real. You know, the ship, you know, is moving away from the dock and it starts sailing off and the flags are flying and the people are, you know, waving. And I it's, 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 a, it's a moment in the movie that, like, it's very memorable and it's done so well because they also have footage of the Titanic leaving, too. And um, yeah. they I think they they replicated it pretty well. I thought, um, so when the movie started and like, it's that old sepia tone fil- footage for a second, I thought two things. So I was like, wait, is this the DVD menu? <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a DVD menu on this? Um, but then the others, I wondered like, well, was this the actual footage that they just, you know, that, cause I knew there was footage of the Titanic leaving. So I was wondering if that was the actual footage or a replica i'd have to watch it again my i'm i I, want to say that it's a replica um but i I, i'd have to watch the footage again Um, i kind of did have a similar thought too when i saw that uh (laughs) that first opening scene yeah i mean if if it is the rep like if it is the same footage it obviously was which i don't think they could do in 96 i was like it was enhanced uh like ai enhanced which they couldn't do then so it was probably just a recreation (laughs) yeah But yeah, yeah. my first thought was, is this a DVD menu? (laughs) Because it just starts with the, the, you know, the my heart will go on music and like kind of superimposes all the like it looked like a DVD menu. (laughs) Go back and watch that part. You'll see. Yeah, I'll probably watch it again eventually. But you'll forget by then. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Maybe. Who knows? (laughs) Um. Yeah, I mean, I think that covers about everything. Um, does anyone have any questions about you know, if there was anything else inaccurate about the movie they wanted to bring up specifically? Not that's like inaccurate, but like, I don't get why old Rose would go on a ship again. Like, <laughs> I know, like, you know, Concrete you went fear, on the... like Batman. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but especially to go up to the railing again, man, do you think you would have enough of that? Yeah. Well, you know, just uh And then she just throws the diamond into the water. The diamond everyone's looking for, she's just like, nah. No one well, I mean it. I mean I I mean I probably wouldn't give the the diamond to the people who want no, to pawn it off either. Give, you yeah. could give it you could probably, to your yeah. granddaughter who could that is you know, true. live <laughs> sell it. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, she could have given it to a museum or something. You yeah, could also see like it was a representation of her fiance's love to her, which wasn't really love, you know? Yeah. So maybe with her throwing it away at the end of the movie, it's 
not only is she letting go of Jack, but she's also letting go of the memory of. Well, and they everyone still thought it was down there. And technically, the boat was probably above the Titanic. So she maybe just went, this will get there. They'll find it yeah. <laughs> eventually. Maybe It'll be fun for it. them. Ah, we weren't looking at the the end, the other end of the boat ah, or ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, Again, it's right here on stuff. the deck. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did we miss it? Yeah, this is something that we need to watch Titanic 2 for. Yes. You I'm can sure watch Titanic, Titanic 2. It's, uh, <laughs> it is not what you think it is. Guys. <laughs> no matter what you think it is, it's not that. Wait, have you actually seen it? Yes. I think oh, I've wow. seen it too. Maybe. I don't remember now. I've seen a lot of bad movies. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple of Titanic movies. Um, I've seen Titanic 2 just because I watched it for a meme. You know, the meme when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the, you know, uh, A Night to Remember, which is the original, like, not original, original, but, you know, one of the original Titanic movies, which is pretty well done, too. I'll, I'll give it that. Um, but then there's also, like, Raising the Titanic, which is about people who go down in submarines and try and, you know, raise the Titanic out of the water or wow. whatever to get the treasure that's inside of it. There was apparently like a rare shipment of ex- material or whatever that they try and raise. And like that, if, if you want to say something is distasteful, that whole movie. <laughs> oh, distasteful. yeah. <laughs> and then there's another one that's like a cartoon movie with like animated, like anthropomorphic animals and talking oh, mice, no. also with humans. That is also pretty poorly done i think john tron reviewed it at one point you know it's one of those movies that's like oh stay away from that at all costs and you can actually get that on amazon if you really want to <laughs> i remember i used to have a a friend that you know he came up to me one day he was like super excited because he was like oh look they're making a titanic too and he showed me this trailer and <laughs> it's a, a fake parody trailer but you see like leo being like frozen in ice and him being cut out with lasers and I think they used some footage from Demolition Man. Oh, and like Captain America. <laughs> yeah, like footage of like Leo and other movies and he legit thought it was like a real movie that was happening and I just did not have the heart to tell him. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people who like, you know, they're like, oh, Leo was in The Great Gatsby and that takes place in the 20s. So, you know, Leo, you know, sunk under the water to get away from Rose and it became a you know, a uh, uh, billionaire. We're like, yeah, okay, yeah. And uh, that's, yeah, that, that's, that's true. There's a whole lot of conversation there of, of like his, his backstory in The Great Gatsby <laughs> is like he, he like, he came from a sunken ship or something like that. Similar. <laughs> so yeah, that's that whole thing. And he ends up dying in that movie too, so he can't catch a break. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I think I'm good. Anyone else? Me too. Tay, anything on? Yeah, no, I'm good. You're good. I'm good. All right. Yeah, I don't think I have any other facts that I want to bring up right now. I think that the the movie as a whole was was pretty good with the history stuff. There's just a few things in there that I kind of nitpick, just because it's like that is a pretty big thing. Like the movie is um, propelling that narrative of there wasn't enough lifeboats. There wasn't enough lifeboats. That's the one thing that I really kind of was like, okay, it's a little bit too heavy handed with that idea. Like, yeah, it is a movie and they kind of need like some sort of antagonistic presence there. That's not like, I guess, entirely human, I suppose. And the Titanic itself is kind of like a character in the movie, too. So it's like, okay, Titanic is also could also be seen as an antagonist as well, I suppose. The iceberg's Um, the antagonist. Yeah, I mean, come on. Everyone knows that. But I think uh, I think the one thing that irks me the most about the historical stuff is just how heavy the handed they were with 
there wasn't enough life posts. There wasn't enough life posts where it's actually like technically it didn't really matter, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and maybe they I and mean, maybe that information wasn't completely found out until later after the movie was written and all that. But, you know, once again, like I said, you know, like I said before, it's a movie. So they got to do some things that aren't entirely accurate to propel the narrative or make the lighting look right and give it a cinematic flair, you know. You don't you don't become the number one movie of all time, you know, in in box office numbers by being completely 100 percent accurate, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Endgame was pretty 100 percent accurate. And look, it did. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what uh, what what planet do you live on, Tay? <laughs> uh, uh, Titan. Obviously. Titan, there you go. <laughs> uh, no that's why we have such a weird time difference. Uh, yeah, that's there you go. <laughs> yeah. And calling us from Jupiter. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, if no one else has anything they want to bring up, I will go ahead and start with the final review and rating out of five. Set it up. So yeah, some some historical inaccuracies aside, some might not have been known at the time. You know, obviously, there's always new theories and information coming out about various historical events. Um, it's a, it's, it's genuinely a good movie. Uh, I, I mean, I borderline on saying fantastic. Maybe I will say fantastic. I think it was a really good movie. Um, from the cinematography aspect to how they weave this love story throughout this historical tragic event, right? Um, I think the music was on point throughout the movie, and the special effects the special effects were really well done. I'm sure some stuff didn't hold up entirely, but I kind of give it a pass for being, you know, a late '90s movie, and obviously it's not going to be the perfect pristine CGI we see today. Um, I didn't feel like the movie dragged at all. Um, I really didn't feel the runtime, which is nice for a movie this long. You know, um, you know, I, I think that it's it's fun to watch movies like this that I used to watch as a kid for different reasons. And I watch it now and have a completely different experience with it. And yeah, maybe maybe uh, maybe because I'm such a quote unquote fan of the story of Titanic, I'm going to be giving it the rating I am. But uh, eh, what the heck? I mean, it was my gut rating, so I'm going to go with it. I'm going to do a five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, figure it. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm next. Um, yeah, for not great movie. Uh, the runtime did not feel it at all. Uh, which is great. Uh, absolutely loved that part. It was intense throughout the whole movie. Uh, you know the love, uh, romance and all that wasn't, you know, like uh, stuck out like a sore thumb. Everything was good. The acting was great, which we didn't even talk about the acting really. Uh. They all did a phenomenal job. Uh, lighting, scenery, all that was great. CGI doesn't hold up too well, but, you know, I give it a pass for that because it's not like a big deal where it's going to make or break the movie. Um, definitely helps, you know, having all these YouTube videos and watching all these YouTube videos, leaning learning about, like, all these facts about it lately have been has been really fun, and it's been making me want to rewatch it too. Uh, so, you no, know, YouTube, you know, the YouTube video and shout out to Ocean uh, Liners. Uh, they've been doing Ocean a great Liner job. Designs. Designs. Sorry, I forgot the design. Um, been doing a great job uploading videos and they've been very interesting. And it uh, just kind of, I want to say, helped me like want to watch this and like liked it more even because, you know, you have all these facts you know about now. Um, movie was great. Uh, loved it. Um, I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five. All right. Um, I mean, overall, yeah, it's it's an enjoyable movie. Um, the like I said, the runtime is longer, but 
you don't really feel it. They did a good job with the pacing. Um, I feel like um, some of the music, like I said, talked about, like, I feel like some of it felt out of place. Like, it was a good soundtrack, but there's times where I'm just like, eh, that seems weird place to play this this specific song. Because, um, like I said, they reused that song a lot. Um, overall, uh, the story itself, like, it was okay for me. Like, it wasn't horrible, but, like, it wasn't anything, like, standout, you know. Like, I love the, the history of, you know, learning the history stuff, but throwing in the... The romance is just like, all right, that's fine. I mean, it's fine. It worked. It wasn't horrible. Um, the, well, oh yeah, the, you know, cinematography was good. Obviously, I don't know if they, they had a ton of CGI, but they did have some, you know, special effects that stood out, like I said. Um, overall, I'm sure this is where it's hard. It's like, <laughs> it's a good movie. And like, I can see it for what it is, but at the same time, it's like, I don't, for me personally, it's like, I don't probably, like, when I found out this was the pick, I was like, oh no, I don't want to watch the Titanic <laughs> again. Uh, and that's kind of still my thoughts. Like, now I've watched it again. It's like, yeah, I don't need to see this movie again. Um, I'll give it a, a 3.5 out of 5. All right. Um, I remember your. I remember originally watching this movie in theaters, which was insane. And it's been very interesting watching it now because I think I've only seen it one other time after that. So it's actually been like a very long time since I last watched it. Like probably more like 10, 15 years ago, maybe was the last time. This was my second time. And I saw it in theaters as well. Wow. That's (laughs) insane. (laughs) We're old. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like. I never really had any any interest in rewatching it, you know, because um, I didn't want to have to sit through this whole three hour experience and the whole half was just the romance was just did not interest me at all. But obviously, I've done a lot of growing over time, and I was actually very interested in rewatching it now, and uh, I was not disappointed. I very much enjoyed it, like both aspects of the film, the story wise, like between the two main characters, and also like the from the ship sinking historical aspect found it very interesting and also because of the way my schedule worked out this weekend i actually had to watch it in two halves so i watched the first half one day and then the second half the next day the second just half like vhs today. yeah just yes. like the vhs pretty much <laughs> you had the whole 90s experience yeah <laughs> so because of that i did not mind the pace at all i thought it was greatly paced maybe that is the way to watch it but I don't think I would mind watching it the, you know, the whole way through, actually. Uh, yeah. I thought it was like pretty good paced throughout. And uh, I thought the effects held up pretty well. Like Even in the moments where I did notice, oh, that's very much CG that did not age well. Like It does not distract from the experience. And I still very much enjoyed how well everything looked. And I still think it still holds up to this day. That's a, a really good movie. It's a, a spectacle as I've said, even though it has like a lot of very sad and somber parts and it's like just horrific things happening. I still think it was a really enjoyable movie. So um, I would give it a 4.5. Now, right. And I hate giving it that score because I've also given it the last two movies a 4.5. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I'm just a broken record now. 
Yep. 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 <laughs> All right. My final historical fact of the day, folks. Um, a lot of people wonder if Jack and Rose could actually go to the, you know, the, the front of the ship and do their classic scene of mm-hmm. it feels like I'm oh. flying. Uh, it's very likely that they probably could have gotten up there. Uh, the Titanic staff were not that strict about people being on the front of the ship. Uh, there was actually reports of a woman doing almost practically the same thing that they did. Uh, she was able to get on uh, you know, access to the front of the ship just because she was a first class passenger. So it's pretty likely that both Jack and Rose could get up there because Rose was a first class passenger. As for Jack and Fabrizio being on the front, they probably just snuck up there uh, and they, the people on the, sh- you know, the workers on the ship didn't mind because they were like, whatever, you know? So, it is very likely that they could have done that, especially because there is a record of someone actually kind of doing that. I didn't realize the front of the ship was off limits. Yeah, because that's where they le- they keep the cranes and stuff for the anchors mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So you wouldn't want people up there. Um, but yeah, like I said, they they were probably pretty lenient on the Titanic and a lot of ships back then. I, I, I find no reason to not believe well, that. OSHA wasn't around. so Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, yeah. you know. Someone dies doing something stupid. It's their own fault. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can you yeah. go to a friend's ship now? Like to an actual today tourist ship? Uh, probably not. It's probably the same kind of thing. It's where they keep the a lot of supplies and stuff. But, I mean, I haven't been on a ship, in, in a cruise ship, so I, don't, I would guess I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. I suppose so, they probably have it off limits just there? because a lot of people would, uh, would do exactly <laughs> what they did. You know, so it's like, oh, well, we don't want that lawsuit coming our way when someone falls off pretending to fly on the <laughs> ship, you know, the carnival cruise. I'm king of the world. Oh, I've slipped and died. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sorry I gave your, your movie the lowest rating. That's fine. I mean, it is. I mean, if you look at the ratings, it's mostly on the higher end of things, but. There's a yeah. good amount of people who gave like a three and a three and a yeah. half. So I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, I, yeah. I, I kind of figured I, that your rating would be lower, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I didn't hate it. And I thought the pacing was good. It's just, I don't know, something about it. I'm just, like I said, just the fact that I don't really ever want to see it again. That's, that's understandable. Why. I mean, it's definitely the type of movie that I would not expect everyone to love. So. Yeah. yeah, and you could also say, like, you don't want to see it again because the movie's going to stick with you for so long, you know. <laughs> you don't need to see it again because you remember it. Yeah, but I, I do yeah. think that it's a good idea. Like, let's say you're list- someone's listening to this and they haven't seen Titanic since they were younger. They should I th- definitely watch. It. I think rewatching it now, like I said, you do get a bit of a different experience, especially because you're not looking at it through the lens of a kid who only wants to see the action. You know, you're looking yeah. at it through the lens of someone who is interested. Uh, me personally, I'm interested in the history, and yes. I also really like the story nowadays. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't have back when I was a kid, but you know, nowadays it's it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, for me, the, the romance, like I said, it's it's OK, but I've I've seen better romance stories, you know, done. Um, So, yeah. Shrek 2. Yeah. Shrek 1. <laughs> even. Yeah. All right. Greedy. You have a yes. movie for us. Maybe. Greedy, you have two choices. You can either pick another Leo DiCaprio movie or a Kate Winslet movie. So make your choice. Oh, well, I got neither of those in uh, my arsenal. Um, so what I'm, I am going to continue, though, is the uh, disaster trend. 
So the movie I'm going to pick, <laughs> close, uh, is a 2004 movie, and the name of it is The Day After Tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. I've right. seen that since theaters. <laughs> um, I remember seeing this uh, younger, and it was like my sister's favorite movie for some reason. And I've seen a lot of reviews lately, and I don't want to go in the movie, you know, like reading reviews, but it's been kind of negative. So I'm kind of very nervous to watch this because I'm afraid the movie's <laughs> going to be bad. But a little synopsis, uh, Jack Hall, a paleoclimatologist, uh, must survive a daring trek from Washington, D.C. to New York City to reach his son, trapped in the crosshairs of a sudden international storm, which plunges the planet into a new ice age. Okay, so the theme this month is your main character has to be named Jack. <laughs> okay, yeah, also, or a disaster. I, I would say disaster. disaster. Let's do disaster movies. <laughs> yeah, no, I prefer disaster um, the or director like is uh, Roland Emmerich. Uh, writers are Roman Emmerich, uh, Jeffrey Nakaminoff. <laughs> Say that ten times really fast. Uh, some of the stars: uh, Dennis Quaid, Jake Quaid. Gillenhall, Eddie Rosen. <laughs> what? It's just Jack Dennis Quaid. 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 Oh, Quaid. I thought it was like who I had or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, I'm a oh gosh, now now you got me all mind boggled. I'm sorry. Uh, what else? Who dash dash um, my hook? Uh, Jo Sanders, Zella Ward, and a bunch of other people. So, yeah, disaster movie. Yay. Well, it's good because I was planning on rewatching this sooner rather than later anyway. So there yeah. we go. Awesome. It's, a, <sighs> it's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's been a while it's for me. It's been a while for me yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah, it's another one where I remember seeing in theaters and maybe I didn't watch it. I don't remember watching it just since then, actually. For some reason, I remember the main character like falling into a Wendy's or something like that and staying warm in a Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> but that might be. I that could know. just be a fever I, dream. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I was almost hoping you'd say 2012 because that's a big <laughs> meme movie. Uh, it's pretty close. I think uh, you know, twenty twelve originated from like or came from like one of these types of movies. Well, so. well it's the, the same. Calendar, it's the so. same guy, like same director and writer, I believe. Oh, so. there you go. Okay, so yeah, it did, yeah, it did, like it he was... does. Like that's his specialty is disaster movies. Like I think he did uh, Independence Day, then this Geo one. Storm. <laughs> yeah, Geo no. Geostorm. Oh God. <laughs> oh, he did Godzilla. <laughs> no, the nineteen ninety seven one. Hey, no. a lot of people hate on the 97 <laughs> movie. I find it pretty charming. Oh, yeah, that one, the 98. He did an Independence Day, yeah. too. Right? Nine, yes, what I meant. Yeah. I think he did Independence Day. Yeah. Yep, he did. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. And the, so, yeah, like, the he movie. has, like, hits and misses where it sounds like, this is really good. And then some you go, what was this? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it is for disaster movies, you know? Yeah. Well, he did 10,000 BC, too. Hmm. Interesting. Ah, the movie where they open it up with the the indigenous people eating testicles or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, All right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> if you don't want to be spoiled or if you want to join the conversation for the day after tomorrow from 2004, please watch that before the next episode airs in two weeks. You can find it on Amazon, iTunes, Google, and all the normal places. And make sure you watch it the day after tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> if, but if I keep doing that, I'll never, I'll never watch it. <laughs> True. All right. Um, does anyone else have anything they want to mention before we end the show? As should always, we all sing? Sure to clean your ass. Yes, and also, should we all sing the uh, the theme song? 
my heart will no. go on. That's all. No, that's all good. You can if you it. want, but I, I, I will sit that out. Callus solo. My heart will go on. Is that how it goes? Close enough. Close. My heart will go on. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I am. Uh, Another fun fact uh, the ooh. Titanic pool is uh, still filled. Yeah, and all the bathtubs and toilets <laughs> yeah. and things. Anyway, I am um, Titanic history buff the ferret, and I've been here with... The almost unsinkable waffles. Titanic. And my blue will go on, Callus. And this has been Film Freaks with a Z. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.